One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. A companion post to this episode containing show notes appears on deadspin.com, and you should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to joliecare at gmail.com, or just chat with me in the comments at Deadspin. My guest today is Jezebel's Madeline Davies, who is super talented and super fierce and super funny. And she is also my friend. And I'm very excited to have her here in the studio with me. Hey, Maddie. Hello. Did you like that glowing intro? I I really did. I was like, (laughs) I don't think anyone's ever described me as fierce before. So I'll take it. Oh, I mean, you for sure are. And you've also got that reddish hair and the whole whole thing, Maddie. I got to say, I don't come by it, honestly. So... I actually don't think I knew that. Yeah. Oh. I'm breaking news. I won't hold it against you since, as, as you know, from yeah. for, you know, for most of the time that you've known me, I had similarly faux red hair. Yeah. And now, it's, now I'm blonde. It's hard to get rid of. Uh, I mean, li- I mean, in a, I don't even mean, I mean, it actually is takes hours. <laughs> this is true. This I've is been true. trying for such a long time. I tried. Did you see me earlier this summer when I had the pink hair? I did. Yeah. The pink still won't come out. I mean, I have I have bleached this hair and the pink is still in the the hair will just fall tips. off and then eventually you can start yeah. over. <laughs> that's, that's basically what I'm going for at this at this stage in the game. Um, you guys, Maddie is here to discuss not not pink hair, although actually that would have been we could do a. A hair color. I'll you know, have you come back. I'll come back. Yeah, you'll come back. We'll do a whole beauty episode. <gasps> oh my God, I would love that. That would actually be really fun. Okay, let's plan that. Um, we are going to be talking about something else that's beautiful. We're going to be talking about boots. I do love a boot. I know you do. I know you do. And I bet you have fantasies of stomping on people from time to time. I mean, more of like a, a, a kick, sho- <laughs> like a shove with my foot I could see doing. <laughs> That's kind of more. Um, so, yeah. So we are going to be talking all about boots because, you know, fall has finally started fall. And actually, the timing of this is amazing because today is the first day that it feels like fall in New York. Yeah, it's Although, been so sweaty and gross. And I, it's finally a little there's a chill. There is a chill. I think there. I think it felt like fall in New York when I was in Dallas with um, our like our coworkers for a, a GMG wedding. I think there was some fall going on then, but I was in Dallas. And it was yeah, that's the op- not yeah, very different. Um, so anyway, so you guys, we are going to be talking all about boots today. I've got some great questions. Before we get into it, I want to remind you that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash askacleanperson to check out all the packages I'm offering and to select the level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps me so much, and I'd love to hear from you if there are rewards you'd like me to consider making available. I do have some new patrons this week, but today was a real day, and I forgot to plug them into the script, so I'll do the reading uh, next week. Actually, Maddie, you know who's going to be here next week with me? Harvey Weinstein. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to clean him up. Yeah, um, good. No, uh, James Dow. Wow. Yeah. A James, ghost from the past. A ghost from the GMG past. Exactly. Um, you guys, James Dow was on this show like two years ago, I think. We were ta- we talked about cleaning up jello shots. And we did this whole sciencey thing. And I actually have like kind of a funny update to that episode um, that's related to a column that I just did for Lifehacker's parenting vertical, oddly enough, that didn't have to do with jello. But but I solved a mystery like a mm. parenting mess mystery and I did it based on what James taught me about jello it's a whole it's a Once, whole weird again, thing we can, i mean we can thank james dell's party partying lifestyle that yeah. is exactly it so yeah so he's gonna come and we're gonna do um uh burning man messes because he's, he's the ghost of burning man we're gonna do party messes and we're gonna talk about the update to the uh to the jello thing you should have him tell the story and this is just a cliffhanger okay um of when a person fell onto his balcony from a higher level <gasps> apartment. I remember that. I mean, I remember seeing it on Instagram. I am de- I'm going to definitely make him tell yeah, that story. Just, that was bonkers. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good one. It's a, it's an incredible story. Um, So yeah. I would suggest 
you all tune in for that. Yeah. Thank you for teasing this episode. <laughs> um, listen, let's this. I, I hope I hope this won't be um, a, a letdown now with that teaser. But I'm going to have Maddie read the first question from Madeline, and it's not it's not my Madeline. It's a different Madeline. But I picked this because I was like, oh, it's a whole like synergy thing. Yeah, so and have you read this? And this, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume it's Madeline because she spells it my way. Okay. Um. And I just want to say thank you for spelling it my way. It was a nice way to honor me. Um, and, you I mean, your parents had no idea. Um, okay. On some level, I feel that they knew. Yeah, I think so. It was, uh, you know, that day I was born, a, a shudder went through someone's mom and they were just like, Madeline. Um, okay. Madeline, who has nothing to do with me and is her own person, asks, Hi, a clean person. I've done a little research to see what the internet has to say about this, and I've scoured huh, your column to see if you've addressed it. But it looks like the first is all over the place with answers, and you haven't come across this particular issue yet. Here goes. My boyfriend and I just bought a condo that we're now in the midst of renovating. We finally finished painting the whole place. He dubbed the previous color, he dubbed the previous color scheme clown shoes. I can picture that, yeah, can you? Yes, <laughs> which was all too apt. But the very first day we painted, I decided to wear my expensive, wear-all-the-time Hunter rain boots as a part of my rugged painting outfit. Of course, I got paint on them, which I guess I was expecting? I don't know. I then wore some old Timberlands the rest of the time, and they're dirty and paint splatter and kind of cool-looking now. Anyway, how should one remove a crew latex-based paint from navy blue rubber boots? I'm afraid to use acetone because it might eat away at the rubber. Soapy water and elbow grease? FYI, it's just a few. Uh, FYI, it's just a few spots. They're not covered in the stuff. Thank you in advance. Okay, that's good. I like that she specified the paint color for some reason. It was nice like, detail. Yeah, I feel like I can really picture the accru paint on the navy hunter boots. Yeah, it's sort of becoming in a way. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, actually, I think a super super easy fix. Um. I I feel very confident that this paint is going to come off just with soap and water. I don't think you need anything super fancy for it. Adobe pad. And now I'm going to harken back to episode 80 with David Cho because we talked about both Adobe pads and paint splattered shoes in episode 80. Um, in episode 80, we had the, um, the paint splattered sneakers. That was the, the question from Dino that we loved so much. Um, and then if you guys um, caught up on episode 85, I did the update from Dino about what worked. So... Um, I think in terms of these boots, the, the paint should come up with just, just soap and water. If it's a little stubborn, Adobe pad will help. Those are those 3M sponges that are covered in a net that won't cause scratching. So it's going to be safe for the rubber, but I think it will like maybe scrub those paint, off, paint little splatters off. Um, the other thing that you can try if the paint's a little stubborn is you can take a page out of Dino's book um, as you guys may remember, he ended up soaking his sneakers in soapy water for like a few hours. And then he went back and he scrubbed away. He used a washcloth, I think, or a toothbrush to scrub away the paint. And just the soaking loosened the paint. So you could certainly do that to your rubber boots um, and see if that works. Now, if those things don't work because it's latex paint and it's like particularly stubborn, I do have a specialty product that you can get that will be definitely the thing that works. But I would really think the soap and water is going to be fine. Um, so unless you're feeling particularly acquisitive, stick with the soap and water because you've already got it on hand. Um, but if you do end up needing something else, here is what I want you to get. I want you to get Motzenbacher's Lift Off Latex Paint Remover. That is M-O-T-S-E-N-B-O-C-K-E-R apostrophe S. Motzenbacher's Lift Off Latex Paint Remover is the one that, um, Madeline is going to want for this particular issue. So I picked this question because it basically gave me an excuse to also give you guys your like general hunter boot care tips, which yeah. I figured was like a good thing to be doing in October. Yeah. Because we're just about at like hunter boot time. Um, I actually, I have a hole in my hunter boots, which is um, a bad thing. I've never worn a hunter. They're pretty great. Yeah. They're pretty great. I'm, I'm, I keep meaning to go get a new pair, and then I just like I just keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. They don't like, keep your feet warm, right? They just keep them dry. They keep them dry, um, and they are – you can get, like, the sock liners for yeah. them, So, which I actually like about that because it means that 
I can wear them in the summer during summer storm st- time. Okay. Without yeah. getting hot, but during winter I can put, you know, I can get the liner socks or I can just wear like, you know, a thick sure. knee, knee sock. Um so I really like my hunters. That's I have great. to say. And they, you know, um the Sweet Home Wirecutter did a review of rain boots and hunters were their pick. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they're like kind of the top of the line, right? Right. But like the top of the line doesn't necessarily always bear out as the best. True. It's but in true. this case, they they were. So anyway, um, Costco sells hunter boots if you guys are looking oh. to get hunter boots on so the cheap. first get a Costco membership mm-hmm. and then right. get your boots. That's right. I, but I think you can order them online without the Costco membership. What? Yeah. Oof. I seem to I don't know if that's still true, but but last year it was true. Man, what a yeah. miracle place. I love Costco. I'm obsessed <laughs> with it. Totally obsessed with it. Um, all right. So let me give you your general hunter boot care tips. Super, super easy stuff. To clean them, um, which, you know, you, you probably will want to do somewhat regularly during like muddy months because they do get really splattery yeah um you just need warm soapy water and like a washcloth or like an old dish rag or like an old t-shirt like really really easy um you can also use windex i i actually for for the most part i like when i'm right because it's for me it's always like i'm running out of the house i look down and i'm like oh mercy i can't leave the house looking like this Julie, you and i are so different occupational hazard you know what I mean like I, I have an image to uphold over here <laughs> I have a hard time wearing clothes that look too clean do you really I like feel I feel weird I feel like I need to look a little rumpled real I've never noticed that about you I know I've never looked at you and thought oh she looks rumpled oh yeah I mean I don't I'm not saying like I go out filthy but I like, think you wear a lot of black and so that's yeah. why maybe why I don't but I like a shoe with a scuff. I like to look. I like to, my clothes to be lived in. That that is true. Yeah. And I have noticed the scuff shoes. I haven't judged, but I've noticed. Yeah, you yeah. can no. if you want. No, no, to. no, no. Because the thing is, I'm always, I'm always just like, oh, like if she wanted if she wanted help to fix that, she would ask me. Yeah, I would. But she hasn't asked to so like. No, nope, um, not my business. So. I mean, I got some questions for later in the okay, show for good. sure. Yeah. So you can, you can always ask me anything. Um, so yeah, so Windex and just a paper towel. That's actually usually my go-to. Um, I, I spray the Windex onto the paper towel and then I wipe it down. Um, that's just a, it's just a best practice in terms of cleaning stuff. Um, but that works really well. The other thing is, um, you know, and as you guys hear me say all the time, um, and actually Sam Woolley and I were talking about this last week about golf, golf club brushes. Because <laughs> when I think Sam Woolley, I think golf club brushes. Yes. Um, He's a man of the country club. <laughs> Um, well, we had just been at a country club together for this wedding, so oh, like, sure. it was it was like it was all sort of part and parcel brain. of this thing, yeah. Um, and um, so anyway, so I was saying this last week that like you don't need these kinds of products, but some people like to have them, and also because the holidays are just about to come up, I like to mention them because they do make good gifts for people, add-on gifts or sort of extras or stocking stuffer type gifts for people who have or are getting. Um, Hunter Boots. So Hunter makes two different products that you can know about. One is called the Hunter Boot Buffer, and the other is called the Hunter Instant Boot Shine. Um, you can buy those on the, the Hunter website. And it's just like, you know, warm soapy water works, but like you're not going to hand someone warm soapy water as a add-on present yeah. with the new Hunter Boots they're getting for Hanukkah. I'm like <laughs> squinting at you because I'm very against those kinds of extras. In general, I feel like they're all cons. Well, I mean, that's a, and that's why I kind of always say, like, you don't need them. Yeah. I'm not telling you have to go oh, out yeah. and buy them. That was, I wasn't giving you the no, no, look. I, know, I was I giving know. Hunter yeah. the look. Yeah, Hunter the look. Exactly. It's like um, people who try to convince you to buy, like, makeup brush cleaners. It's like, use face wash, you doy doy. Exactly. Like, baby, sh- a 99 cent tiny bottle of baby shampoo yeah. will last you your entire life of washing right. your makeup brushes. You do not need $20 makeup brush Mm-mm. cleanser. You just no. don't. But on the other hand, you know, you're looking for gifts to buy for the makeup enthusiast and you don't sure. know her shades and, that, you know, I don't know. I, and some people like the process. I get that. Mm-hmm. And some people, I mean, some people just like the products too. Some people yeah. just like like a branded product. That's. I mean, I'm being judgmental, but it's sort of like, you didn't get me this time, Sephora, as I walk right. out with yeah. a billion other things that, exactly. I, don't need, that I don't need. So. I, it's funny. I stopped at Sephora on the way over here and bought myself like a soothing new 
Kat Von D highlighting palette. I needed some studio yeah. today. I had a little bit of a day. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to stop at Sephora on my way to the studio and I'm going to buy myself a treat. And I did. And I felt well, actually a whole hell of a lot better about things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, also, it might just be your, your shine that you're catching. Now. Right. <laughs> well, that was the thing. I was like, I, I, I need a little extra sparkle in my life. I'm going to buy a highlighting palette. So I hear I did. you. Um, okay. So those are the Hunter products. Um, one last thing to say about Hunter boots and, and other rubber boots in general is that something that is known as the bloom may develop. That's when you get, I know Maddie's, Maddie's eyes just got super, super wide. Like, oh my God, what is this? Yeah. Bloom. <laughs> what do all my shoes probably have? <laughs> no, it's actually not what you think it is. Um, rubber boots, natural rubber will have a tendency to get, um, kind of white milky patches on them. That's mm. normal. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with the boot at all. You have not done anything wrong. That is just a normal reaction that rubber will have over time. Um, some people like the way that that looks on hunter boots and other similar such boots some people don't if you do not like it and you want to remove it here is what you will use you will either use armor all our friends at jalopnik will be very happy i actually i keep recommending car products for non-car stuff yeah it's been, i've been on like a, a i roll, love like, it i've been on a real roll as someone who doesn't doesn't plan to ever own a car i'm just like oh that's for me too mm-hmm. yep exactly <laughs> um so armor armor all will work or olive oil Oh, yeah. Um, or maybe really any any like cooking oil, but olive oil is just kind of the one that always comes up. So what you're going to do um, is just use a, a small amount of either one of them. Apply it to a soft rag, like an old T-shirt. Perfect for this. Um, work the armor all or the oil into the bloom, working in a circular motion. Flip the rag to a clean side and and just buff the armor all or the olive oil away, and that will take care of it. Wow. Easy. Easy, easy. All right. Man. So you guys, your hunter boots are going to look amazing this fall. You're going to look so chic you're gonna go apple picking and you're gonna wear scarves and it's just it's, it's gonna be very bucolic i mean one thing i really like about um madeline the question uh, of the question um <laughs> is i like that she had a painting the house outfit because that is something i would absolutely do oh that makes me happy yeah i have i have, <laughs> I have a painting outfit actually or yeah. just like an like an any activity outfit where it's like oh we're going yeah. for a drive i must put on my <laughs> scarf so i look this i can way. totally picture you putting on scarves to go for a drive let's, yeah let's let's get jalopnik to take us for drives and we're all scarves i was sure and then they have a maserati right now want to go joy riding in their maserati sure okay i'll hook that up (laughs) (laughs) um all right so we've got another question um from Catherine, and actually maddie this is a jezebel reader and i and i'll tell you why i know that when you finish reading the question Ooh, Catherine, i hope you like me Everyone likes you. Sure. (laughs) I like all the Jezebel readers. No, this is true. Well, (laughs) they didn't all like me either. (laughs) Um, But I bet Catherine rules. Yeah. Okay. Catherine asks, hi, Jolie. Longtime reader, first time, etc. First of all, thank you for being approachable and hilarious in your cleaning tips. Oh, thank you. I got a lot done thanks to your year of a clean person. And I've dedicated myself to a life of white vinegar, baking soda, and dryer balls. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) My life is better because of you, so thank you. Even if I still, despite your excellent video, can't square fold a fitted sheet. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) I watched a Martha Stewart video on Oprah years ago, and I... Oh, it's Martha's uh, way is like a mental test. I can't figure her way out either. Um, My way's easier. All right, I'll revisit. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I have to come to the office next week, and I... um, I'll bring the my demo sheet and I'll Perfect. and I'll just show you in person. I would love it because actually um, Lindsay Adler asked me the same thing, so I'll just bring oh, the sheet awesome. in. Yeah, we'll do a little I'll tutorial. Have a car, car vacuum for Jalopnik and a fitted sheet for yeah. For Deadspin and, and then it seems right, Catherine. Maybe you can come. Yeah. Um, so Catherine's trouble is grease. Yes. I was cooking with a group and a kitchen disaster happened, and bacon grease ended up all over the back of my calf on my fantastic leather boot. <sighs> I wiped it off at the scene of the crime, but didn't get a chance to put talcum powder on it before the stain set in. Is there anything I can do now? I tried light scrubbing with soapy washcloth, but it still smells faintly of bacon. I'm concerned that the grease will go rancid and wreck my boots. The stain isn't actually that noticeable as they, are too, as, sorry, as they were dark to begin with. Is there anything at all I can do at this point to subdue the stain or blend it in? Yes. 
There are a couple things. That's good. Yeah, yeah. There are a couple. <laughs> It'd things. be a shame if you were just like, no. No, nope, sorry. Throw the boots out. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, um, Kath. Yeah, we gotta move um, on. Okay, so here are a few things. Um, first of all, even if you can't get to a grease stain immediately to use the cornstarch or talcum powder technique, which I'm going to explain in just a second, um, that works on older stains too. Mm. So don't worry that you like have missed some like crucial window of opportunity here. So the cornstarch or talcum powder technique is both are absorbent and will, will absorb grease and oil out of um, fi- materials and hides that you can't treat using other kinds of grease stain products. Like, because you can't, you know, you can't put like liquid on them or something like that. So in the case of both leather and suede, um, if you do get a grease stain on them, which is actually pretty common. Like I remember my editor at Esquire telling me earlier in the summer that he was like, yeah, my wife got a grease stain on a new pair of suede shoes. And she immediately was like, wait, Jolie, the the cornstarch i know what to do and it like totally worked and she was like totally saved the day and blah blah, blah. and i was like well i'm glad i, I made you your wife, hero wife happy dearest editor like that makes me happy um so that will work great for um for leather and suede if you get grease stains on them um the thing is though is that Catherine wasn't that concerned about the stain itself she's more concerned about the smell so there are two different things you can try first of all Catherine, if you have a cat and you haven't yet gotten rid of it, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, stick the boot in the kitty litter, in the clean kitty litter bag. And oh, uh, yeah. just like, you know, tw- 12, 24, 48 hours, something like that, it'll, it'll pull the smell out. Um, the other thing you can do is you can get saddle soap, which, um, you know, long- longtime listeners hear me talk about fairly often. Saddle soap is exactly what it sounds like. It's soap that's intended for saddles, which are leather. Um, the way that you use it comes in a little tin, like shoe polish. And actually Kate Drees has been like, were you in the office today that Kate Drees was like, I can't find it anywhere. I know you've told me it's at the oh, Dwayne yeah. Reed. And, and I was like, well, just order from Amazon. She's like, I want to support local business. And we were all like the Dwayne Reed. <laughs> I mean, I get it. She grew up on the Lower East Side. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so sweet. Like, like Kate, it's it's Walgreens. <laughs> right. I know. I, yeah, it was I such also, a New Yorker thing for her to say. Well, and I have such a weird... Um, I've had, like, multiple people I've dated been like, you know that you talk about Dwayne Reed too much? Like, people have said, like people who have been in relationships have brought that up as an That's issue. so interesting. Can you write about that, please? <laughs> I want to know more about it. I don't know. Do you love Dwayne Reed, or, or did you have an adversarial relationship Oh, with it was Reed? a good one. Okay. Um, it's turned sour. Mm. Uh, as they got rid of my bank's ATMs. So it really <gasps> felt like a one-stop shop for a while where I could go and look at... I just felt like there was nothing really more relaxing than looking at a well-organized uh, shelf of nail polish. Oh, I mean, we do have so much in common. I feel yeah. exactly the same way. Where it's just like, you know, the rainbow of Essie yeah. or whatever. Um, and so it's like, oh, I could go like buy a new nail polish and then get a withdrawal from, you know, Chase. Yeah. <laughs> And then either and then the bank or Dwayne Reed really fucked me over. Oh. Now I think it's how dare they Bank of America. How dare they? Well, you, you always have Rickies. Yeah, right. You always stare at the nail polish display at Rickies. <laughs> yeah. I love Rickies. Love, love, love. Um, yeah, we do really have to have you come back to do a makeup episode. We've, we've talked about makeup. Oh, no, I'm like, sorry. No, I love no, no. It's great. It's great. Um, I did a makeup episode. Gosh, I mean, at this point, it's at least five or six months ago, maybe even more than that. I was on my own, and I was like, all right, well, no. No co-host today. I'm gonna girl out. Like, yeah. and so I totally girled out, and I got great feedback about it. So I'm I'm probably due up for that. Um, I would love just, to. Just like I'll just be like, sorry, men of Deadspin. I'm gonna be talking about makeup today. Also, um, some of you could use some skincare tips. I'm sure. Yeah, actually, we can do that. And also, I mean, I do get questions from men about makeup because like they'll end up with like mascara on their pillowcases or like oh, a yeah. smudge of foundation on their blazer jacket, like. So we'll we'll make it work. We'll make it we'll make it unisex. We'll make it work. Yeah. And also, guess what? Gender's on a spectrum. That's right. It's twenty seventeen. That's right. One of my one of my really good guy friends wears nail polish like frequently and I give I've given him tips on like yeah. what brushes are wide and it will be easier for him to use and blah blah. So yeah. You Perfect. Know. Yeah, it's great. Um, all right, where the heck was I? Oh, I'm saddle so sorry. Soap. No, saddle no, soap. no, no, no. This is this this is a ch- this is a chatty conversational yeah, program. Sure. Um this is how I keep cleaning interesting yeah <laughs> it's by talking about other stuff we, we yeah we uh we just go where it takes us That's you know right. exactly um okay saddle soap so here's how you're going to use saddle soap it comes in a tin just like shoe polish does you're going to you're going to take the 
the top off the tin. You're going to get a soft cloth, old t-shirt kind of thing. Um, you're going to get it damp but not soaking wet, and you're going to rub it in a circular motion on the top of the, the actual soap, and it will create a lather. You do not need a lot. Okay. Um, then you're going to take the kind of sudsy, damp rag that you've got, and you're going to work in a circular motion on the stain. And then you're going to rinse the rag and wring it out so it's just only damp, and you're going to go over it to remove the soap residue, and then you're going to take a dry portion of the cloth, and you're going to rub in a circular motion to buff it out, and that's how you use saddle soap. So very, very easy. Um, this is probably a good time for us to take a quick break. I am going to give you guys uh, general leather boot care tips, but I'm going to roll that into the second segment. Um, so Maddie and I will be right back with more about your boots. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and I'm joined by Jezebel's Madeline Davies. We've been talking about boots. My favorite topic. My favorite shoe. (laughs) My favorite topic. You do like a boot. It felt right to me when I was like, I I asked Maddie if she'd be on the show, and I was like, tell me if there's anything specific. And she was like, I don't know. And I was like, what about boots? Yeah, I own too many of them. Um, I mean, I don't know. That's, I think, one of the most exciting things about fall is I get to... Cover up my little feeties. Do you have a favorite pair of boots? Yeah, I have a pair of um, I have a pair of ankle boots that are leopard print that are really good. Oh, I know the ones you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I love those. And then I also have a pair of um, sort of a taller. It, I don't know. Probably goes to like mid calf that are like metallic silver that are really good, and they're very Ooh. David Bowie. And I love. Oh, them. I don't think I've ever seen those. Yeah, but I also like love a fry. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I, I'll take them as they come. I have. Um, it's actually it's funny that you said you were excited to cover up your little feeties because that to me is the worst part about the change of the weather. Like, yeah, my feet need to roam free at all times. I get claustrophobic. I when I come home from the gym, I you know I take my sneakers off and put them away, and then immediately I'm like, <gasps> get my socks off. Yeah, like, like even socks make me feel claustrophobic. I get that. Yeah. Do you wear Birkenstocks? I don't because. There's something about the way that the sole is designed or the insole is designed that's a little uncomfortable for the shape of my feet. Okay. That like to br- even to get to th- I know I could break it in and they would be perfect but to get to that point is like too Yeah. Um no I wear the these are called Jack Rogers. You this is what you always see me mm-hmm. in. I have them in like Seems a, very, yeah, a thousand very different colors and yeah. So that's that's like my that's my kind of go-to or my Jack Rogers. Yeah, well I know I I am a Burke's devotee for many years um, before they came back around. Yeah. Um, I was wearing them. I don't know. I've probably worn them since high school. And what they do apparently is they make your feet spread. And so there's an issue when you go back to regular shoes is that your feet have actually physically spread because of how wide they are. Interesting. So like a lot of times if you were like wearing narrow, narrower shoes that maybe fit fine in the spring, they'll like feel a little tight. Oh, that's so interesting. I didn't know that. I have, if you ever need to clean your broken socks, I have a, I have a trick and it, and it gets disgusting and really satisfying. And great. Like, yeah. F- foot water flies everywhere and it's just all like very, I'm sure very mine exciting. are yeah. so gross. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's actually at some point, um, that would be a fun video for us to do together is me showing you how to, how to create foot water out of your broken socks. I get really, you know, I get really excited about the dirty wash water. I mean, I get it. It's sad. It feels like you're doing something. It's really satisfying. It's like gross and satisfying. And you're like, wow, this is weird, but man, I'm into it. That's why my favorite room to clean has always been the bathroom because it's a room where you see, Mm -hmm. you see the change. Mm -hmm. So I've I've told you before, my mother was a house cleaner my entire life. So it's like. I'm not the clean- cleanest person, but, like, ask me to clean a room and I will fucking you clean it. You can do it. it like like a boss. Yeah. Yeah. 
like, like you've got skills yeah so it's more just like don't want to that's but which is yeah. you know what which is fine and like that's the thing i say on the show all the time that like what one thing i always want to get people to come to because we think about we tend to think about cleaning as a chore because it was always something yeah. that someone else made us do or someone expected of us or pressure we put on ourselves and i and i really want to empower people to think about cleaning as something that we do for ourselves and therefore we get to set the boundaries on what we do and what we do not do sure. and what we care about and what we do not care about like if if making the bed i mean this is painful for me to say but if making the bed every single morning doesn't do a thing for you right don't do it like it's not gonna it's not it's, it will make you feel better though it will make you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, but I've met people who have tried it and not many. I mean, most people who commit to like a week or a month of bed making with me, like kind of like egging them on. Yeah. Do come back and say, yeah, it changed my life. But there have been people who said, you know, no, didn't didn't do anything. And that's okay. I'm like, you know what? Don't worry about it. Okay. Go find something else for you to do. Like no biggie. I've definitely gone through periods of time where I haven't made my bed just out of uh, laziness or like depression. Um, But it is something that I do feel notably different when I do it. Yes. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, actually, which leads me back to the thing that I wanted to say about how I knew that Catherine was a Jezebel reader because she mm. mentioned an old series that I used to do on Jezebel called Year of the Clean Person, oh, which yes. was a once a month, every month I would have a new monthly like challenge isn't really the right word, but I would just give like a framework for like a bigger project um, from what I usually take on and ask a clean person, which ask a clean person tends to be these like very specific questions. Right. And year of the clean person was like, you know, in February I was like, okay, organize and purge your bookshelf. In March, it was my bed making month. In April, it was create your dream bathroom actually. Yeah. Um, and it, and it was a really, really neat, um, it was a really neat series and it was really fun to do. And I would like, at some point to like maybe bring it back in some iteration because I, I think it was great. And when I still, I, this was like, I want to say this was in 2014 that I did it. So at least three years ago now. Yeah. And I still hear from people like Catherine who are like, yeah, you know, you're of the clean person, like really did make a big difference for me in terms of just picking off com- kind of like some bigger things that you don't, you know, it's not part of maybe your like Sunday cleaning routine, but Definitely. like it does make a huge difference in, in how you feel about your home. Yeah. Um, it is. It feels, um, weirdly spiritual to be in a space that you've made your own Mm -hmm. in the way that you like it Mm -hmm. i had a really good tarot really intense but really really good tarot card reading yesterday Mm -hmm. um and the and the reader and i got to talking um she was she really helped me through like just something big i've been grappling with um and um she was talking about like taking some time to do some things in my home. And she was like, I don't know, organize something. And I started laughing and I was like, I just want to tell you, I was like, I, I literally am a professional clean person for a living. So like, right. you don't need to tell me to organize that yeah. everything is. What or- a great idea. I was like, there's literally nothing to organize. Everything is organized within an inch of its life. But she thought it was funny. And I asked her, I was like, would you ever consider coming to my podcast? Cause she used to have like a spiritual cleaning service. Like Whoa. she would go to people like, and she would sage or she would like do some like, feng shui consulting or just like you know blah blah, blah. and so um so yeah I hope, i'm hoping to have her on the on the show at some that sounds great yeah be fun right um all right let me um not get too wound up in my in my witchiness and let me give you guys your uh, your general leather care tips it was just very very straightforward but like this is again this is the time of year to just start getting this stuff on the brain um, this is also what i need yeah this will this will be helpful for you actually i think i think these three things actually will all be things that would be helpful probably the second one you're gonna be like no i draw the line at that julie that's okay um okay so the first thing is your general leather care tips you want to remember that leather is a hide just like we have a hide and that hide will dry out if it is not moisturized i am as my listeners know i am obsessed with being well moisturized i'm constantly slathering myself and you know what you dewy you dewy because (laughs) of it I, do, I mean, the thing is, like, I do look very, very, very much younger than I actually am. Yeah, that's great. Like, I recently got carded for cigarettes. I was like, Whoa. okay, I'm in my 40s, you guys. Like, this has gone know. a little too far, but I'll take it. I'll I'm take at the, the point where I'm literally putting acids on my face at night to just, like, boil it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are remarkably wrinkle-free. Thank um, you. I'd love to hear about what acids you're putting on your face. Um, okay, so just like, just like our skin wants to be moisturized, your leather wants to be moisturized, 
To do that, you want to get a leather conditioner. Leather conditioner is what you need. Leather conditioner will also serve as your basic leather cleaner. Um, so the saddle soap that I mentioned, like that's really that's a that's a fairly extreme thing that you're not going to need to for regular cleaning of your shoes. That's really when you get sort of those egregious kind of stains that you use the saddle soap. But for regular kind of you know like weekly, monthly, yearly, I don't know however long you feel like do or how often you feel like doing it cleaning. Um, you want to use leather conditioner to use that. Uh, here's a brand that the brand that I use is called Cadillac. There are lots of other good brands. That's just the one that the people at Koyana recommended when I bought my Koyana bag. Um, so that would work for like a jacket. That would work mm-hmm. for anything. Okay. Any literally anything leather. You can use it on a leather chair. You mm. can use it on your leather bags, your shoes, your jackets, all of that kind of stuff. Um, to use it, basically same instructions as all of the other ones have been. You want a soft cloth like an old T-shirt. You want to put a little bit of the conditioner onto the cloth. A little bit goes a long way. Yeah. Um, rub it in a circular motion. Turn the cloth to a clean side. Buff it out. That's literally all you got to do. Yeah. Super, my, super easy. My jacket thanks you. <laughs> yeah. And that's a good thing to do because, again... Um, if you let the leather go too long and it, and it does dry out, it will crack. And once you've got crack leather, you're talking about a situation that is very difficult to repair. Um, that's not, that's like beyond, be, you have to go to a specialist to get that done and you'll, and you'll spend a pretty penny on it. So better to buy the, you know, $8 bottle of leather conditioner and, you know, two, three, four times a year, take the five minutes that it takes to to moisturize your hide sure yeah um all right i'm sold okay good i like to hear that um the other the next thing to know about to consider and think about deeply is shoe polish um i will not go into all of the shoe polishing instructions i will instead refer you back to the episode with my parents where my dad (laughs) gave all of the shoe polishing instructions because i learned from my dad and so you should go ahead and learn from my dad too um, but he talks all about, you know, using different kinds of rags and brushes and all of that kind of stuff. There, there are all different ways to go, but um, really think about getting yourself into some shoe polish at some point. Now, Maddie, that's not going to be good for you because you like a scuffy look. I mean, I, so um, not to like be too insidery, but Julie has a notebook with just like some bullet points on it and she keeps looking down at it. But the way that it's angled, it really looks like she's just looking down at my shoes in a really judgmental <laughs> way. <laughs> So I keep being like, oh, my God. I can't, it's actually funny because I actually can't even see them because my notebook is yeah, actually blocking I know. Them, I see exactly yeah. what you mean. But they're really um, banged up. No, but I like the way they look. They look cool, though. They look very that's rock what and roll. That's what I tell myself. Yeah. So I do think they need a little conditioner, though. Yeah. I mean, the heel is wearing out. So that's going to, I think, going to be an issue oh, first. Okay. Yeah. I got to get that replaced. Yeah. But I think that the way that the... Um, the, the the color of the leather, like the fade pattern of the leather actually looks really yeah. cool. So I wouldn't mess about with that with, with shoe polish. You can, however, get neutral shoe polish hmm. that will not add um, any tone onto them. So it could keep that while still giving it kind of a glossier look to it. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Something to consider. Conditioner um, I'm, is the first step. Okay. Good. I'm in on that. Awesome. Um, okay. The last thing to mention about our leather, our general leather care that you are going to want to remember come wintertime when... Uh, it starts snowing and there is salt down on the road to prevent slipping, um, is that white vinegar, my good old pal white vinegar, is the thing for removing salt stains from leather. Um, Again, same thing. Soft cloth, like an old T-shirt, just dip it in straight white vinegar, wring it out so it's not super dripping, rub away the salt stains. That's all you need to know. All you need to know. One thing um, to suggest, however, if you do use the white vinegar to remove salt stains, it's a very good idea to follow up with leather conditioner because the acid in the uh, vinegar can be drying to the hide. So there you go. There are your, there are your best practices for leather. Chemistry. I know. You guys are going to look so good this winter, fall and winter. I'm really excited for you. Um, all right. We have, <laughs> we have one last question. It's, I really, like, deliberately picked these just for you. Maddie. I know. I, I've been waiting <laughs> for this one, I think, is the one. All right. This is Denise. Um, poor Denise. <laughs> I love that she kept it very, very short. <laughs> I know. Um, so Den- the pathos. <laughs> Denise asks, or I'm just going to say yeah. begs. Um, <laughs> my friend sent me to you. My dog pooped on my fave suede boots and, it, <laughs> sorry, and in the zipper and fringe. <laughs> Help. I love also my friend sent me to you. Like yeah. I just imagine her being like, 
damn it. And her friend being like, well, just email Jolie Care. Like, she'll take care of it. I also like just um, the journey that sentence takes us through where it's like, a, my dog pooped in my fave suede boots, which are like, oh. And then it's like, and it's in the zipper. Oh. oh. And fringe. And the fr- no! no, not the fringe. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So listen, I, do- listen, dog mess is gross, but it's actually pretty easy to clean up. Yeah. So um, here's the thing. First, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suggest you don't have to. But I'm going to suggest that you get a pair of disposable gloves and wear them for this operation just because it's going to take a lot of the squick factor away yeah, for you. Yeah, it'll help. Like, it's yeah. for you. Uh, yeah, exactly. And especially because it's not just like on the top, on like the toe box of the shoe. Like it's the fringe. It's the yeah, fringe. you're going to have to like get in there. You're going to kind of get in there. So here's the thing is that once um, once the dog mess has dried, it's actually a lot easier to ta- – you should tackle it when it's dry um, it's kind of similar to mud. Like it's easier to clean dirt than mud. Yeah. So you you always want to let mud dry out into dirt, and and similarly, you want to let the dog poo dry out. You might need to put the shoes like close to a heating source to kind of get it as dry as possible. Um, you could also this would smell awful, and I really hate to do this to you, but like if you really got to do it, you could turn a hair dryer on it for a few seconds to to try to like sap moisture. Um, basically what you're going to use is, um, a, a, a toothbrush or a nail brush. Um, probably, probably a toothbrush is better and just throw it away. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I just don't try to save that one. Um, mm, that one's a goner. Yeah. Um, so like if it's time to replace your toothbrush anyway, like go, go ahead. This is perfect time. Um, and you want to use it to basically brush away the dry dog poop. You want the toothbrush to be dry itself. Do not add moisture to the situation. We want, we want as, we want as dry a situation here as possible. You can work over like the kitchen sink and then just clean it out with, you know, an all purpose spray. You could work over the trash can, which would certainly make sense too. You could work outside. Um, but that's really all you're going to do. And it's just going to be like patience and like basically yeah. like you're going to brush it away. This too, like, I mean, as someone who's dealt with like a lot of animal shit in my time, <laughs> I'll tell you like this will pass. Yeah. This it's, it's horrible, but it'll pass. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So then once you've gotten all of the matter off of the, off of the fringe and out of the zipper, um, and I would, and I would work the fringe first and then the zipper second because the zipper, um, may end up fraying the toothbrush in a way that makes it mm. less effective. So do fringe first, zipper second, and then throw the toothbrush out. Yeah. And <laughs> um, um, okay. So once all the all the all the solids are gone, um, you may still need to use suede cleaner. I, you probably will not, but you may need to use some suede cleaner. Um, you can basically all of the all the brands that make shoe care products. Kiwi is kind of my go to. They'll make a suede cleaner. Um, you can use that per manufacturer instructions if it's needed. The other thing to mention, um, I wouldn't necessarily use this to brush away the dog mess because then you've kind of gotten you've kind of like ruined this thing. But I want to remind you guys about suede care kits. Um, again, Kiwi makes one. There are a lot of other ones, but Kiwi makes one that's like six bucks. Um, the suede care kit comes with two things. It comes with a suede brush, and it comes with a suede eraser. And the brush is what you want to use to brush away dirt and grime and kind of small patches, small dirty patches. It's also going to be what's going to keep the, mat, the nap from getting too matted. Um, you want to use that fairly regularly with your suede shoes. Um, the eraser is what you're going to use when you get a stain. So um, I talked about, you know, the cornstarch thing for and talcum powder for grease stains, and that's great for suede. But for other kinds of stains on suede, um, like a bad scuff mark or something, the suede eraser is what you want to use. Mm. Now, there's another thing. If you don't want to go out and buy the kit, which, frankly, that is a good buy, and I would suggest you get it because yeah, it seems the, worth it. For six dollars, getting both the eraser and the brush together is is a good deal. But you can use a white art eraser instead of a dedicated suede eraser. Don't use one that's pink or green or any other color because the color will transfer onto the suede. But the white art erasers will work as suede erasers. So there's a good little tip for you guys. Now, um, the last thing I want to tell you guys about your suede, especially as we're heading into the the wet months um is that it is it is extremely clutch 
for you to use a protector on your suede, whether it's suede shoes, suede belts, suede jackets, suede bags. Suede is a very temperamental fabric, and it, it, does, it, it does not behave all the time. It needs special handling. We have to, we have to mind its needs. Um, and, and the basics are that one of the, the critical needs of suede is that you apply a protectant before you go out and wear it. Um, that makes perfect sense. The, yeah. Um, and I know that people always forget to do it, and then you get caught in the rainstorm, and all of this stuff happens. And yes, we can save the save the shoes or whatever it is, but like, wouldn't it be so much better if you just took the five minutes to apply right. the protectant? Yes, I mean, as the person who never does that and mm-hmm. always, and it's like what you say to your like, I don't know, when you're you know cleaning these st- horrible stains, and you're like, if I had just taken the five minutes, but then the right. next time it comes up, it's like you eh. don't do it. Yeah, exactly. I'll do it later. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's my it's my it's my job to remind you. You know, I don't want to nag at you like, you know, live no. your lives. I mean, blah, blah, they're blah. coming to this podcast. Right. But like it is my job to remind you that this is a very, very clutch thing to do for your for your suede. The other clutch thing to do for your suede, I actually saw a guy on the sub so it was pouring rain yesterday here in New York. I was coming home from running errands on the subway. I was waiting on the platform and I looked down and the guy next to me, he was like very, very nicely dressed in a suit. He was wearing brown suede, like really nice brown suede shoes. And I was like, boy, why are you wearing your brown suede shoes on a rainy day? Check the weather. So that's kind of the other thing is that suede really is one of the, and of course, you know, you you, you don't always get it right, but like yeah. if you want to wear your favorite suede shoes, please, please, please check the weather report. Yeah, just download that dark sky. That's right. It'll give you a push notification. That's exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, you guys. Well, listen. I actually can I tell a boot cleaning story? Yes, of course you can. Um, that I thought of when you uh, pitched this episode oh, to me. Yes. Um, which is so. This is one of the grossest and most traumatic things that's ever happened to oh me. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Um, I was, and this is where the story it off the immediately it's off the rails. I was at a music festival. Okay. Um, yep. <laughs> and it was. I mean, this was years ago, so this was when I had more energy for these <laughs> that type of thing. Um, and it was soaking wet. It was just pouring all day. Okay. Um, finally, it was on, um, Randall Island in New York. So Mm -hmm. it's, you can take the train there, you know, I mean, you can take a boat there. It's not impossible to get to. Uh, I finally decide this is bullshit. I'll see Feist another time. (laughs) Um, I'm going to leave. And so I proceed to get lost on Randall Island, um, for a very long time. Uh, finally find a cop and I ask her how to get back to the ferry. And she says, you're too far from there. Just walk into the Bronx. Okay. Um, so Randall Island was built specifically in a way to like a lot of weird parts of Manhattan um, to keep poor people out. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard to access as a pedestrian mm-hmm. because they want people to have cars who come. Um, and so it's one. It's just like very hard to walk off of it. OK. Um, but I managed and I probably at this point have walked three and a half miles um i'm wearing a pair of doc martens oh my god um finally get to a subway station i'm looking for my metro card i look down and realize i'm this is where the story gets horrifying i'm standing in a puddle of blood (gasps) um fingers crossed animal (laughs) you know who can say uh but because my boots were so wet the blood just like soaked into it like a sponge oh my god it was horrible. Oh my god! Um, I like. I don't even. I don't. I like. I've. I've. I've lost words. I know. I told this story to a friend, and she was like, "That's like the kind of story that makes people leave a city." Yeah, um, and of course you stayed. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, "This is cool." Oh um, my god! Well, what then did... I got onto the train, and it starts to just pool around me. So oh it my looks god. like I'm bleeding. Oh my god! Um, I mean, of course, no one says anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my girl's legs are profusely. She's leeching blood. Um, but so finally I make it home. I take it off. I mean, and Doc Martens are not cheap shoes necessarily. Yeah, you know? no, they're not at all. Um, and so I kind of was like, this is just a wash. I just got to throw them out. One, just to get rid of the memories. Yeah. Because it was just haunting me. Um, but my mom... She found a message board that was all uh, police officers talking about how to get blood out of clothing. Oh, my and God. How to get, it's like people who like are at crime scenes, like if they get blood all over them, how to get it out. Oh, my God. Can you 
Do you remember the link? I definitely have to check. Um, out. I will try to find it for you. See if you, you can find it for yeah. me. That would be great. Um, but, I mean, I know, yeah. like, I'm, you know, I, pro- I probably know all the stuff they're saying, but there's probably a few things in there that I've never heard. Yeah, I mean, basically, it was just putting like a bottle cap of bleach in a big bucket of water yeah. and then soaking the shoes for as long as you can. Right. Um, getting rid of the laces, you know, yeah. I had to throw out my very expensive inserts. Oh, that's <laughs> frustrating. Yeah, I mean. But it was just one of those like very very horrible things. But that is insane. Still have those Doc Martens. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. See, I got I it. a happy ending. I got it all cleaned out. I, I, love yeah, it. I don't know what happened to the person or thing that was bleeding, but hmm, I maybe, ended up okay. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's one that's like just best not to ask too many yeah. questions about. Yeah. Oh man, that's a good one. Wow. No, yeah. I can't believe you've never told me that story. It's one of those things that um I forget. This was the first year I moved here I think so I was like 24 oh yeah uh and somehow at the time I managed to just sort of compartmentalize it just sort of like this is okay this is okay this is okay that it's okay um when the whole thing was very not okay (laughs) yeah but that yeah that it 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 makes sense to me in a way that I can't quite articulate but I I understand it like yeah our capacity to just accept things when we're like young and new to New York is yeah really it's like I'm initiated yeah well, you certainly are. Yeah. You certainly are. Well, that was a great story. Thank you for sharing Just, that. Um, but so if you ever find yourself in that position. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna, I, I feel like I might like make you like write that into Ask a Clean Person. Um, all right, you guys. Well, listen, on that note, yeah. man, that was a great note to end on. I mean, and you know I love the... I love the horror stories and all of that. Sure. I mean, that's my listeners do too. Like that's Again, why they I listen. saved. I was like, oh, I'm gonna tell this to yeah. Julie. This, I mean, it's they're they're really not listening to hear about saddle soap. They're listening for the stories. You know. Yeah, but you know, it's, the saddle soap is interesting too. But it's like you know, like baking brown, like baking brownies that like secretly have vegetables in it. It's like <laughs> sneaking a little, sneaking some health to you. That I'm gonna start some using info. that. I'm gonna steal that from you. All right, you guys, that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Maddie, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so I much for having me. I look forward to having you come back to girl out with me over makeup. Deal. Um, we will for sure talk about that. If you guys like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to Patreon.com/slash/AskAClean and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating, and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 